to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Today, I want to share with you guys three reasons why you are binging, even if you're not restricting. So this is actually a very common question that I get asked, like, Lorna, I'm not restricting myself anymore. Like, I'm actually allowing myself to eat the foods that I love, but why am I still binge eating? So, of course, you guys are all at different places, but the thing is, Binge eating is not just due to restriction. People kind of get this messed up a little bit. Of course, yes, if you are restricting yourself and you're telling yourself you can't eat certain foods, of course, you are going to binge. Of course, you are going to want those foods so much more, right? Like the moment that I tell you, all right, think of your favorite food right now and think about how much you love that favorite food. And now I want you to just, I I want you to not have that food all week. In fact, I don't want you to have that food for the entire month. What you're going to do is you're literally going to start obsessing about that food. You're going to be thinking about that food so much more. And of course, that's going to create these intense binge urges, which makes you feel compelled to not just have a little bit of that off-limit foods. You're going to binge and you're going to overeat and you're going to self-sabotage. So restricting is definitely a huge part of binge eating, 1000%, right? However, if you are not restricting yourself right now, you might be thinking like, Lorna, I'm allowing myself to have the chocolate. Why do I still need the entire bar? I'm allowing myself to have something sweet after my meal, but I just can't stop after having like, I can't just stop at a decent amount. Or I'm allowing myself to have dessert, but then like, why do I still binge? So there are three main reasons why, and I'm going to, I'm going to share it to you, but I first want to explain my story of when I wasn't been, when I wasn't restricting why I was still binging. So there was a point in, so I was tracking calories and macros for a really, really long time. Like I did not think that there would ever be a point in my life where I was not tracking calories and macros. I was addicted to my fitness pal. I would weigh everything to a T, like literally like to the gram. Like if it was supposed to be 30 grams and it was like 29.5 or whatever, like I would be freaking out. So I was weighing, tracking and measuring my food. I did not think that I would ever delete my fitness pal. But I got to a point where I was doing it for so long and it became so draining for me. It became so draining to be like, oh, wait, we're going out for dinner. Let me check to see in my fitness pal to see if I'm allowed to go out for dinner. It became so draining where I would wake up in the morning and I would crave something 
but I would already have logged in my food the night before because I wanted to be a perfectionist and I wanted to make sure that I hit my macros to a T. So I would normally do it the night before. And it would be so frustrating when I would wake up and want to have something different than I originally planned. And now I'm like, oh, but I already, I already logged everything. So if I change my breakfast then that's going to change the macros for the rest of the day. So it just was really frustrating. And I just wanted to be able to eat like a normal person. I just wanted to be able to wake up in the morning and be like, okay, I feel like eggs and bacon for breakfast. All right, let's go. Simple. I wanted to be able to be like, hey, you want to go out for dinner tonight? You want to you wanna go for pizza? You want to you know, go for a steak dinner? Like, let's go, right? So I got to a point where I was done with tracking and weighing and measuring my food. Like I could not look at my fitness pal anymore. So I got to a point where I mustered up the courage to delete my fitness pal and I started to slowly allow myself to have different foods. I started to slowly allow myself to branch off and have different foods that I once saw as bad or off limits. So I even used to be on like meal plans. And I remember like being like, oh, the only foods you can eat is like ground turkey and ground beef and almonds, like only certain foods. So I started branching off and I started allowing myself to have different foods that I never, I never really normally had. So I started to allow myself these foods. And I was thinking like, I'm not restricting myself. Like I am actually allowing myself to have the chocolate and the almond butter and the cashews, which used to be a trigger food for me, I am allowing myself to, you know, go out for pizza if I want. I'm allowing myself to have the ice cream. Like, why am I still binging? I don't get it. I thought this was going to be the key. People tell me, do not restrict yourself. So I'm trying not to restrict myself, but I'm still binging. And it was so frustrating for me because I deleted my fitness pal. I wasn't tracking. I wasn't tracking. I wasn't weighing my food. I had stopped weighing myself. So I'm like, what the heck? I feel like I'm supposed to be free by now. Like I'm not depriving myself. I am literally not depriving myself. Why am I still binging? So here are the three reasons. If you can resonate with this, you're going to benefit from this. The first reason, binge eating is a habit. Plain and simple, you have to know this. Like this is step one. Binge eating is a habit. And the more times that you binge, you binge today, you binge tomorrow, you binge in a month from now, the more times that you binge, the stronger that urge is going to become. The harder it is going to be for you to resist that urge to not give in because it becomes a habit. It becomes an autopilot. Think about any habit in your life, like even good habits, right? Like making your bed. You literally don't have to think twice about making your bed. It's literally the the most no-brainer thing. Like you don't even think about what to do. You just do it and you're like, oh, I just made the bed. Or driving in your car, right? Like riding a bike. Andrew bought me a bike for my birthday and it's just so much fun. But like hopping on a bike, you don't think, okay, put your hands here and, and put your foot on the pedal. And like, you don't have to think, you just go. You just ride the bike. You just drive in your car. You just make the bed right? You've done it so many times and now it's just effortless for you to do. You're an autopilot. But unfortunately, it's the same thing with binge eating in a more negative context of like, you've been doing this habit of binge eating maybe since you were 
seven years old, maybe since you were, you know, 15 or 20 years old, and it's been a few months, it's been a few years, it's been 15, 20, 30, 40 plus years. So now this habit is on autopilot. So even if you're not physically restricting yourself, which is amazing, by the way, if you're not restricting yourself physically from these foods, and you're allowing yourself to have these foods, you haven't gotten rid of those binge urges. Those urges to binge, you guys know that uncomfortable sensation that hits your body that feels like you need to go binge right now. You haven't gotten rid of those urges. And that urge is what sends a signal to your brain of like, I'm so uncomfortable, I need to go binge right now. This is why I always, always, always talk about rewiring your brain. Even if you're not physically restricting yourself, but you haven't gotten rid of your binge urges, the urges are still going to be there because of either past restriction or again, it's just a habit. So you can't skip this step. Just because you're not physically restricting yourself doesn't mean you're going to stop binge eating. There are still these intense, intense urges that are firing, that are sending you signals you need to go eat right now. Right? So we have to get rid of those binge urges. Okay, you're not physically restricting yourself, but you still have these intense urges. And until you learn how to rewire your brain and get rid of those binge urges is the moment where you're going to stop your binge eating. You cannot skip the step. Okay, so that's the first reason why you might be like, Lorna, I'm allowing myself the chocolate and the chips and the ice cream and I'm going out for dinner and I'm, I'm allowing myself to have the rice or the potatoes or whatever these fear foods that used to be. And I'm still binging. What the heck? So that's the first reason. It's a habit. And you still have urges. You still have the urge to binge. You have not gotten rid of that urge yet, okay? Now, the second reason, you might not be physically restricting yourself, but you might be mentally restricting yourself. So you're allowing yourself to have the chocolate, but every time you have the chocolate, you're judging yourself. Did you really need that? You did so good all week. Why did you have to mess things up? Did you really need to go get seconds? Like you should have been fine with the first one. That is mental restriction, judgment, guilt, shame, beating yourself up. Why did you go get seconds? Why did you need more food? Why did you have three cookies versus two? And this is the interesting part because you might be like, I'm allowing myself to have cookies. But are you judging yourself the entire time? Are you feeling guilty? Is guilt floating in your mind, in your body for a week after you had the cookie? Because that is going to signal that you did something wrong. And what ends up happening is it's really hard to enjoy the cookie or the brownie or the, the chocolate when you're feeling guilty the whole time. I'll never forget this one time Andrew and I went out for dinner and I was so deep in my eating problems. And I had, um, it was like a, a bowl, a bowl of just like a bunch of things. And there was couscous in there. And I, my diet culture brain was so bad. I literally, you guys might be like couscous, like what the heck? Like that's not even a, a food that you should feel guilty about. I swear to you, I felt so guilty for eating this. Cause I'm like, oh my God, it's not a whole grain or like, It wasn't quinoa, like uh, silly, crazy craziness. And I remember driving home 
And I was trying to explain to Andrew how guilty I felt. And he probably thought I was like the silliest person. He's like, it's couscous. Like, you're fine. You you had vegetables. Like, you're fine. And I couldn't explain to you the guilt. It just, it just like attached onto my body like a freaking tick. And I'm like, how do I release this guilt? I feel so bad. And I couldn't help myself. And that's all I thought about all week. So when you feel guilty, when I felt guilty, I'm like, I have to make up for this. Like, I shouldn't have eaten that. Like, okay, I have to overexercise. And, you know, even if it's forget about the couscous, like, you know, chocolate or ice cream or whatever, it's like, now I have to compensate. I allowed myself to have it, but now I feel bad. So I have to overexercise tomorrow. Or mm, now I have to just eat protein and vegetables all day tomorrow. Right? So that's where your mind goes. And then you might actually be subconsciously, physically restricting yourself. But even if not, guilt, shame, and judgment blocks your body's ability from extracting satisfaction. So you're eating the chocolate and you're judging yourself the whole time. So you're not actually really tasting the chocolate. You're having the chocolate, but you're like, oh, but you shouldn't have eaten this. Or like, you have weight loss goals. So you're never going to lose weight or you're still fat or weight, like the negative spirals in our mind. So you're not actually enjoying the chocolate. So because your brain doesn't signal ooh, satisfaction, your brain doesn't signal like, ooh, that's, that was so good. You are not okay with just having one piece of chocolate because your brain didn't register satisfied because you're judging yourself the whole time. So one piece isn't enough. How about two? How about three? Four is not enough. Five's not enough. The whole bar is still not enough. Because your body still hasn't registered satisfied. You're judging yourself the whole time. Do you guys understand this? And this is why, like, I remember sitting there and, like, allowing myself to have chocolate chip banana bread, which was a past trigger food of mine. And I'm like, why why can't I just stop at one? Like, I'm allowing myself to have it. Normal people can just have one slice and move on with their day. And here I am, like, I've had one slice and I'm already thinking about the fact that I want the entire loaf. Like, what is wrong with me? I used to tell myself that, like, what the heck is wrong with you, Lorna? Like, you should just be satisfied with one slice of banana bread. But the reason why a lot of people can't just stop at a decent amount or a normal portion is because of the mental restriction, the guilt, the shame, the judgment. And two slices isn't enough. Even the whole entire loaf, this is where you can feel physically sick and still keep on eating. It's not enough. So you have to work through the guilt, the judgment, the shame. You cannot have that because that is what actually propels these binge eating cycles. Okay. So those were the two reasons. So if you're not like, if you're not restricting yourself, but you're still binging, number one, it's because it's a habit. And you have to rewire your brain to get rid of your binge urges. Number two, you're not physically restricting yourself. You are mentally restricting yourself. The third reason why you are binging, even if you're not restricting, is because of body image. How do you feel about your body? If you are obsessing over the number on the scale, if you are comparing your body, If you are unhappy with the way that your body looks, if you're uncomfortable in your own skin, you you feel bloated, you feel heavy, you don't look like how you looked 
10 years ago and you're comparing yourself or you're comparing yourself to somebody else's body. Sorry, my husband. Oops. Sorry, guys, I just got a call. Um, so if you are comparing yourself or you're looking at the number on the scale and it goes up and you are like, oh my gosh, like you're letting the number on the scale dictate how your entire day goes. It's really easy to go and binge and self-sabotage because I don't like the number on the scale. I need to self-soothe to make myself feel better because, oh my gosh, I saw that photo of myself. Oh my gosh, my friend, she took a photo of my, my arms. I didn't realize that that's how my arms look, how my arms look. They look massive. Oh my gosh, I that angle. Oh my God, the cellulite on my legs. You start nitpicking. You start judging yourself. You're like, oh my gosh, is that really me? Right? So when you don't feel good about your body, you need to feel, you want to feel better. And if you don't know, how to, if you don't know how to cope, manage, process your emotions, well, we all know how to self-soothe with food, right? Maybe you've been doing this since a very, very, very young age. It's one of the fastest ways to temporarily feel better. You go into your cupboards, you grab something sweet. It's like, boop, dopamine hit, I feel good. Right? It's like, I feel good now. Oh, wait. I still feel like shit. It lasted like five minutes and now I still feel like shit. So if you haven't done the work to actually heal body image, this is when you're going to see yourself in a photo. Oh my God, I don't like what I see. I'm either going to restrict subconsciously or I'm going to say, screw it. I'm going to self-sabotage and binge. You step on the scale. It goes up by like 0.01 and you're like, Oh, it's the worst day of my freaking life. I need to now do more cardio. I need to, no, no more chocolate. No, you know what? I can't have chocolate because I, I need to lose weight for this vacation coming up in seven months and whatever the case may be. Just because you are not restricting yourself doesn't mean you're going to not binge. There is not just like one thing that's going to magically help you stop binge eating. It's a, an accumulation of many things. So like I said, the first thing, rewire, you have to get rid of your binge urges. If you still have binge urges, you're going to binge. The second thing, mental restriction. If you are still judging yourself, beating yourself up and feeling guilty, you're going to binge. And number three, if you haven't actually worked through body image, if you still don't like what you see in the mirror, if you still are comparing your body, if you still are letting the number on the scale define who you are that is going to create self-sabotage where you're going to have days and days and days of, of binge eating. And then you binge and then guess what? You feel even worse about your body. So then it's like, okay, I binge. I feel like crap. No, this is how it goes. I don't feel good in my body. So I have to go binge. But now that I just binge, I feel even worse about my body. So I have to try to feel better about how I feel now shitty in my body. So now I'm going to binge even more. And this is when like days of binge binge is happening because it's like, we don't know how to make ourselves feel better without food. And maybe for some of you guys who haven't worked through body image, maybe you're even like compensating, either restricting yourself or even over-exercising. For me, I had such a bad, poor, I had horrible body image and I would literally over-exercise to the point where it was like, like so bad. Like I would do hours and hours and hours of cardio 
And if I was tired, no, you still have to work out. If I didn't feel like it, no, you still have to work out. If I was tired, no, you still have to do fasted cardio. I was punishing myself for the way that I looked. I was punishing myself, either restricting you. I don't like the way that I see, look at the number on the scale. It's not going down. You have to restrict yourself or you have to over-exercise. So you can't skip these three steps. You have to rewire your brain, work through mental restriction and heal body image. This is just it, you guys. Like you cannot skip these steps. Now, if you are resonating with this and you're like, okay, now what? Okay, yeah, I know. I still have binge urges. Yeah, I know. I need to work through mental restriction. Yeah, I need to heal body image. There are a few different programs that I'm going to recommend for you based off of where you're at. So if you are somebody who is like, Lorna, my urges are so freaking strong. They're demanding. They're persistent. I try distracting myself. I try to go for a walk. I try to stay busy. But no matter what, I end up just giving in anyways. Then I would recommend my program Stop the Urge. I am not only going to teach you how to rewire your brain out of the diet binge cycle. I'm going to teach you brain-based techniques of what to do the moment that an urge comes on that will help you to not give in. This program is happening in September next month, but it is on pre-pre-sale pricing right now. The lowest price that it's going to be $111 USD or two payments of $67. The full price will be $497. So if you feel the pull to jump in, you can DM me, stop the urge, and I'll share more details about that. The second thing, if you are struggling with the mental restriction, you're like, I know that I'm not physically restricting myself, but I can't help but feel bad. I can't help but have this all or nothing mentality. I can't I can't help it, but like just judge myself. And it's so hard to allow myself to eat without guilt because I've literally been told that I should feel like a failure if I'm eating chocolate and I should, I was told that I should feel bad about getting seconds, then I would really recommend my program eat normally. So this program is really designed to help you eat like a normal person, somebody who is able to eat without guilt, get back into with their hunger and fullness cues. You can eat when you're hungry, stop when you're full, stop judging yourself, stop thinking about food 24 seven, stop feeling guilty and just eat normally without having to weigh track and measure your food. So this program would be really perfect for you if you are tracking your calories and macros right now and you want to transition into eating intuitively without spiraling out of control. I teach you a step-by-step process and you will get immediate access to that program right now. Okay. It's 497 or two payments of 297. You get access to all the trainings, all the worksheets, all the integration worksheets to eat like a normal person. Okay. The last thing that I want to say, if you are struggling with the body image component, maybe you are uncomfortable in your own skin, you are comparing your body, you are over-exercising to try to change and fix your body, and you really want to do this work to heal your body image. It's called Body Image Boost. This program is going to heal body image at the root level so you can stop comparing yourself to other people. You can actually start feeling confident in your own skin, and you can actually have a healthy relationship with exercise. You can move your body from a place of self-love, still have health and fitness goals, 
and be grateful for the body that you're in right now while still working towards the body of your dreams. So if you really want to do this work to heal body image, because you know that every time you get a comment that somebody says about your body, it sends you into a spiral, it sends you into a binge or a day of restriction, you step on the scale and you don't like what the number on the scale says, so then you self-soothe with food, you need to join this program. If you are interested in body image boost, you can DM me body image boost. If you have any questions, you can definitely DM me and I can also help you decide what is going to be the best program for you. But I laid out things pretty, um, pretty clearly. Any questions, please come to my DMs. I am always here to answer any questions that you have. So hopefully you guys found this helpful. If you want to dive deeper with me, of course, there are options to do that. So thank you guys so much for being here. Have an incredible rest of your day and we'll see you guys soon. Bye.